and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Pallier Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome to the sixth episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teen podcast. Last week, I spoke to a local church, and the title of the talk was A Generational Impact, Blessed to be a Blessing. And I'm going to talk about why it's so important for moms to feel blessed so that they really can be a blessing. Because if moms feel anything but blessed, if they're stressed and resentful, it's not going to be pretty for their family. So sit back and enjoy. Now, some of you may have heard of an elevator speech. An elevator speech is a couple sentences that lets you know what your business is. And so if you happen to be on the elevator and you see this amazing you know, opportunity, you can tell your business in about a couple sentences. So this story goes into the most unusual opportunity to use your elevator speech. So, I was going for my annual mammogram. Aren't you excited that you're here, men? And, um, and in case you don't understand, know this, men, this is not something that women really look forward to. <laughs> it's something that we're grateful for, but we don't look on our calendars and go, woohoo, we get to have our mammogram today. So, I, I'm not a morning person, hadn't had a cup of coffee, so there I am. And I'm going to call her Betty, the mammogram technician, and I don't even think that's the right word for it, but that's what I'm going to call her Betty. Well, she was very, very chatty, and she did her job, which was distracting me. So there I got, you know that really lovely little cotton cape that you get to put on that has the one little tie? So we can just say I was not dressed for success. In fact, I was undressed. So there I am, and Betty is getting me in that position, you know, that lovely position, lean forward, put your arm up here. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, um, and then this crank, 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 crank. And then it's like, if that's not bad enough, there's that one more crank. <laughs> and then she goes, don't breathe. But then she goes, so what do you do for a living? <laughs> And I help moms reconnect with their teenage daughters and reclaim their life. Well, that sounds rewarding. Um, well, you know what? When, when my daughter was in high school, I used to love to watch her sleep. You know why? Why? Well, because when she was awake, she was a fire-breathing dragon. <laughs> she goes, you look like somebody who's writing a book, are you? And I said, well, well, I am. She goes, well, I don't read it. I don't read self-help books. Now, I don't like how that picture looks. I'm going to have to take that picture again. <laughs> well, you know, I prayed a mother curse on her. I said, a mother curse? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, I pray that she's going to get a daughter 
as horrible as she was to me, and she would treat her as horrible as she treated me. So, I th- okay. So I, I'm leaving there, and I'm like, what just happened? But I thought, this, this is like crazy, because my whole life's work is to bless moms or to bless women so that they can be a blessing to others. So, uh, like, you intentionally pray a mother curse? That's, like, nuts. But I'm going to say Betty raised an important question. So what do we feel? Do we feel blessed or do we feel cursed? Now, none of us, because here we are, we're at St. Martin's, we're, you know, we're good church people, good Christians, so we know we're supposed to feel blessed. So, and, so here's what we say. I know supposed to feel blessed and I know I should be grateful and I know there's people out there that have it worse than me but right and so we have this kind of dot 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 because we just don't really feel blessed and it's not your fault I happen to be a brain geek yay brain geeks and one of the things about the brain it has a, a propensity to go to the negative you know, like when you wake up in the morning, I'm not singing zippity doo dah, zippity day. You know, that's not the first song. I'm like, oh, my back hurts or something. And that's not the first thing. And, and women, I'm reading this book called Unleash the Power of the Female Brain. Now, there's a lot of advantages of female brain, but there's the downside, which is we have very, very busy brains. Our brains are busier than men's brains, which means... They just are going, 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 going. He's smiling. He knows it's true. Going, 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 going. And we, and and what's good about us is we have a little bit of worry. We have more worry than men, and that can actually help us avoid problems. That's good. But we can get stuck in worry. Okay, am I the only one? Anybody here can get stuck in worry. So we can get stuck in worry. So. Have you noticed like how there could be 35 good things and then that one bad thing happens and then like we can't remember any of those good things. Now as as uh, tell Beth I just took my daughter to uh, Las Vegas, great place to take your senior in high school. But I went to um, I had a therapy conference um, for it was for adolescents and young adults. I was getting my continuing education and so I thought I'm just going to take her with me. So we visited these great hotels, and she wants to study interior design, so we just had so much fun looking at these hotels. And it was great. But then we're driving up the driveway, and my daughter goes, no, no, no. So I'm like, already? And I said, what's going on? And she goes, I left my new iPhone 5S in the pocket of the plane. So then I was tempted to go, since I bought it, no, <laughs> no, but I, um, but I said, okay, we had a fabulous trip, let's, lock, let's just not let this thing ruin it, and so we kind of got over that moment, but, but you know what I'm talking about, you, you, you go to this kind of a luncheon, you go to a, a retreat, and then before you maybe even get in the parking lot, something happens, and it's gone. 
also why sometimes it's hard to feel blessed is that for women, we get stuck, and men don't feel slighted. It's just, I'm not a man. So I'm going to just talk as a woman. But it's, 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 there's, there's a cycle that, there's a natural cycle, which is that we feel blessed, and we bless God, and we're filled with all these great blessings. So we feel blessed, and we are a blessing to others. But here's the part that sometimes women aren't good at. But then there's a, a place that we need to refuel or replenish. And that's the part we skip. Because sometimes we feel it's selfish to pay attention to ourselves, that we need to, to, to be focusing on others. So we skip this part. And what I like to say is our lives are like a cup. So here you have a cup. And we start off as a cup of blessing. And so... We pour out our energy, we pour out our kindness, our love, our compassion, our empathy. But if we don't intentionally fill that back up, it's not empty. I thought about this for a really long time. Our cup does not get empty because if you're dead, it's empty. But if you're alive, that energy turns into the dark side. So instead of the water turning into wine, it turns into the cup of overwhelm. And so what's in this cup of overwhelm could be bitterness or resentment or cynicism or criticalness or just stress or worry. And here's a really important thing for us who feel it's selfish to pay attention to ourselves. You can only pour out what's in your cup. So if you're joyful, you pour out that joy. If, you pour, if you're stressed, you pour out stress. If you're worried, you pour out that worry. I mean, people pick it up. Your kids will pick it up. The people that you work with, your family, your friends, they will pick up kind of where you are. Now, you can turn that around, but you have to turn it around with intention. Here's what I sometimes hear from women. It's like, well, because you're supposed to pay attention, you know, it's like we pay attention to everybody else, but it's hard sometimes to pay attention to ourselves. And, and if we do, we kind of go, well, I do, I get a manicure. Well, the manicure, <laughs> I mean, that's fine. But a lot of times, we, women, we start with the things on the external. We like, okay, my nails, my hair, my skin, my clothes. But it's deeper than that. If we are going to feel blessed, we have to get to the interior. We have to get into our hearts and our souls. And men or friends or no one can rescue you because you're the one who knows. So, for example, it's directly related to where you're spent. And we, get, we can get really resentful towards that white knight who hasn't shown up. But we just need to claim it, baby. It's claim it. So what I mean by that is if you happen to be in the hospital with a friend and it's really intense, you need to balance that. So you balance that with intentionally seeking beauty, like going to the ocean or however you see beauty. Maybe it's going to a concert of classical music. Maybe it's gardening, but you balance that. If you're a single person that they're going, yay, she didn't have a family, we'll just work her to death. Then you, you have to, to make sure that you take that time off 
to take care of you and be with friends. If you are the young mom, and you're just hearing, mom, 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 and you think your time alone is 30 seconds in the bathroom, then you may need to get a, a babysitter or someone to watch your child and have some time with your friends or your husband or take care of yourself. You know that. It's so not selfish. Because when you start to fill that back up, then we're back in the cycle. Then you feel blessed, and then you are a blessing. Now, another thing, well, I, I'm going to tell you this. This one woman, I, I have a power parenting program, and it's an online course. There's, there's moms from all over the country who take it. And this one woman said, who felt just really selfish to take care of herself, finally said, Gosh, I feel like so guilty. I like I went and saw a movie and I had lunch with my friends and but I really didn't do anything about my daughter. And I said, Well, how do you go with your daughter this week? Because her daughter and her fought all the time. And she said, Well, she was in a really bad mood, but it just didn't get to me. And that's the point. If we're we're filled up, if we have reserves, then we have stuff in our cup. And there can be drama around you, but you have that. It's full, so you can kind of avoid going into the drama with them. And another thing that I was going to say is that it's really, 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 times a thousand important to watch what you think about and to be vigilant about what you think about. Again, here's the good news. We automatically can go to the negative, but we can choose to be our best self. And God totally knows this. He totally knows it. And scriptures are all full of that. Think about these things. Anything that's good or noble or lovely. Um, Turn your eyes, fix your eyes on Jesus. Remember these things. Choose. All these things about just don't go to that automatic place. Now, some of you are saying, you know what? But I'm just going to be realistic. I mean, there's really hard things going on in my life. And I'm not going to be Miss Bubbly. And and that's not what I'm saying. Because, yes, there are very, very hard things going on in all of our lives. But even when there's a lot of hard things going on, there are still blessings. There's still blessings. So here's the problem, though. Some some of the, the neuroscience talks about ANTS. And ANTS is an acronym for automatic negative thoughts. So we have ants running around in our heads. And a lot of times, I think, well, what, what's true about them, they're repetitive. So I like to say women rant. We just rant. So there's repetitive, automatic, automatic negative thoughts. We're ranting all the time. Rant, rant, rant. So if, if you want to feel refreshed and you go and have lunch with your friend and you rant, and she rants, and you just talk about all the negative things. I'm going to tell you all my negative things. It's kind of nice to be with your friend, but then you feel in kind of Ugh, your energy because it's just ranting, all these repetitive, automatic, negative thoughts. Right? You know what I'm talking about. We do this. I've done it. Maybe, maybe y'all are different. But if you are conscious and you choose those thoughts and you focus on Jesus, you focus you actually feel better. Now, I'm going to tell you about Karen. 
Karen is one of my clients, and if anyone deserves to have a bad attitude, she does. Karen um, was widowed, and right after she was widowed, she got breast cancer. And her daughter was um, probably, oh, I don't know, maybe in fifth, fourth or fifth grade. And because mom was a single parent and had breast cancer, she had to sleep a lot. She didn't have any energy. And so having this little girl having lost her father and her mom not being able to be there for her, got, she was at risk. She got uh, addicted to hardcore drugs, and by seventh grade she was a mess and, and really doing risky behavior and addicted to all the hard drugs. So I saw them in my private practice, and the good news is the, the girl got sober, and mom and her got into a recovery program together, and the daughter started thriving and doing well in high school. So I didn't hear for, from them for a couple years. And then mom called me up, and she um, said, well, it's good to talk to you, but um, the cancer's back. And I want to bring my daughter in because I just want to make sure she's protected so this doesn't happen again. So I started seeing her, and it was hard. We, we, we crossed the year um, point where she had restarted her chemo, and she was saying, I'm looking at a lifetime of chemo. This isn't just, and that was a really hard place for her. And then there were um, tumors that started growing in her brain. So they um, did, they, there's so many wonderful things. They, they were able to do radiation and just really target the, the tumors. They were, they were not big enough, and they, and they started to shrink. So in the middle of this, okay, this does not sound like a good story. In the middle of this, uh, mom is doing all this personal work on herself with her daughter. And she, she's getting brighter and brighter and brighter and laughing in my sessions. And she decided that she was, she came up with a list of 50 things that she was going to do before her 50th birthday. And she starts working down this list and she is in the best mood. So one of her things was she didn't feel like she was worthy of Tootsie's. So she went to Tootsie's and said, I'm going to buy something from Tootsie's. And it took her a lot of courage to go into the store. She finally went into Tootsie's and she goes, eh, I could just go to Dillard's. But, but, she, <laughs> but she, you know, she got over her fear of that. She um, had a really mean painter instructor. And so she just bought paints and her and her daughter started painting. She dyed her hair because not crazy color, but just red. And she, she got a tattoo, which her teenage daughter, who's now 16, thought was really, really cool. But her tattoo said grace because the grace of God was holding her. And she was remembering that. Uh, she signed up to go to a concert that she's way too old for. She went to the Houstonian. She's planning on going to Puerto Rico. And she started doing random acts of kindness. So she would go into a restaurant and just buy dinner. She saw a man that looked like her father, and she bought the table dinner. She'd go to Starbucks, and she starts 
paying for people's Starbucks behind her. And so in my office, she is full of joy. Just full of joy. And do you think that's making a big impact on her daughter? Watching her mom be so brave? See, a lot of times we think that what we do is the blessing. But who we are is the blessing. I mean, the big checks are nice, but who we are is a blessing. Um, See, God really wants us to feel good. There's all these verses in, like, don't stress, don't worry, don't be afraid. You know, the goodness of, you know, I want you to have the goodness of the Lord in the land of the the living. His mercies are new every morning. Um, He gives good gifts. He... He actually wants, you know, don't let anyone steal your joy. He actually wants us to feel good. Can you believe that? I think so often we take verses and we detach from them and we don't integrate with them and we don't think that, yeah, we're not, we're supposed to, you know, rejoice. This is the day that the Lord has made. But we don't think, oh, we can actually rejoice. We kind of become numb and flatlined. But we actually can feel good if Karen with the second round of chemo, can feel good, we can too. And so some of you may be saying, well, I don't have anything to give. I don't have anything special. I, you know, who am I? It, it doesn't take much. I remember when I did Young Life, and there were like hundreds of kids would come in there. And there would be the wild, crazy kids and the drug kids and the black kids because we were trying to reach out to the kids who aren't in church. And, and then there was this girl that was kind of like, she was just there. She was neither here nor there. But I would say, and I, I'm not even, I didn't even put a lot of energy in this. I just would say, hi, Carrie, every week. Hi, Carrie. That's it. I found out six months later that that was the highlight of her week. She was living in an apartment by herself, and her parents had given her money for groceries, but she really was not connected to anybody. In fact, I think me just saying hello to her kept her from killing herself. So sometimes just a hello, actually not being so frazzled and busy and just seeing the person in the grocery store and smiling at them, looking at people in their face. Um, A while ago, a a really good friend of mine had a traumatic brain injury and severe burns and was in tears, and it was really, really hard for me to see her because I have so much empathy, and I I don't think I was the best, but at least I went there because it was just so painful to see her vibrant and then that. But her friend, um, Linda, I remember one day she came in to tear and she had this big old yellow shirt, was t-shirt. But she was so bright. She had so much joy. She was just laughing at herself and laughing at her jokes. It's like she brought the sunshine. She brought the sunshine in a dark place. And the staff left her. She, she ended up starting to volunteer at Tear. God had given her, because she was integrated, she wasn't just trying to go to Tear, but because she felt blessed and God gave her the grace to do this, 
She was this amazing bright light at tear. You just never know. I mean, like I said, my daughter's a senior. And I was like, oh, my daughter's... I, I, you know, because I'm not real. She's my only daughter, and I'm not real excited about saying, get out of here. <coughs> I guess if we're not getting along, I would. But, um, you know, so I'm going to miss the heck out of her. And so it was this, several months ago, I was... She's out, because those seniors are out, and busy and doing stuff. So I was sitting there going, oh, where is she? It's kind of, and I was praying for her and just blessing her. And then I, I get a text, of course, because teenagers text. And so it said, hey, Mom, come outside. So she wanted me to get in the car, which is always a little scary to let the teenager <laughs> drive you. And she's, like, cranking up her music, and I'm like, ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're driving around, and she said, you know, Mom, I was trying to think about who could I talk to. And I, even though you're my mom... I thought you're like the best person I could talk to. So I think that's a compliment. So I said, okay. And she said, now this is really funny, because she went to, like, I wish I could say she went to this great Christian concert, but she did not. She went to this, like, skanky concert, and, um, which I don't think anything good possible could come from that concert. But she said, you know, I wish, when I was up there, I wish that I could sing like this person. And... But I can't sing. But then I realized what I really like about her is that she inspires people. And, and then I, I thought, that's what I want to do. I want to speak to groups, and I want to inspire people. And then I thought, like, Mom, we're kind of alike. Because, like, that's what you do. And you're, like, writing a book. And, you know, Mom, we're, like, alike because we're, you know, both creative. We're not really that great at anything, but <laughs> excuse me. But, um, but you know, but we like all this stuff, and you know what I really want to do is I want to encourage people to use their creativity, and I and not be shut down, and and I want to talk about love and and all this wonderful teenage idealism. And what's really cool about that is that. Uh, she had gone HSPVA but had, to, had to, to drop out because of some really bad, she, really critical people, but she had also some really bad injuries. So she was healing that part of herself. But I was blown away because, you know, I, I, had, I am writing a book, and I had stacks of books like this on teenagers, and she went, Mom, oh my gosh. I mean, am I really that hard a kid to parent? I mean, that you need that many teenager parenting books? So, you know, I had no idea that she was watching me. So, who you are is the blessing. And out of that, you can, you can be that blessing. And so, if you think of Karen and her cancer, who chose those things, and the smile that could change someone's life. And then just living life with someone and how who you are really impacts another person. So it is so not selfish to pay attention to you. It's crucial.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.